the Sunshine Patriot in a Crisis shrinks from the service of their country. Winter is coming, and we know what is coming with it. No matter your current position on the journey, stay a while. This is where you can find the tools and the fire to continue on your path. Over there, if she's still alive. All right. Hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. This is Tim. And today, wait, 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 first, first. We need to sit here and we need to give thanks to International Woman's Day today. I didn't even go down to the goddamn gas station today, okay? I just <laughs> avoided it. Too many curves, too many curbs. <laughs> <laughs> Freya's gonna murder us. <laughs> <clears throat> I can't believe, okay, uh, audience, I understand that you this doesn't mean a whole lot to you. But really, Odin, do you have like a death wish or something? You say, Internet, Happy International Women's Day, you send a picture of a pile-up. Wait, and- wait, you didn't see my latest one? It's Happy International Women's Day to all of the groundbreaking women. And it sits here and it shows the female... Uh, the 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 male or female to male swimmer the female to male admiral the it's ma'am gamestop thing and the female to or male to female olympic lifter okay i'm gonna make this even better the transgender community of ukraine is throwing an absolute bitch fit why? Because all the men who transition to female are, are being conscripted anyway because their passport still says male. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, what's funny is remember how we made that joke that all of the all of the uh, ma- uh, female to male transition people in the United States, if the draft comes, are all going to sit here and grow their hair out long and demand that we call them female again. Yeah. Yes. 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 Uh, can we start the night out on a positive note? Cause I could really use a positive note today. Okay. Let's talk about that freaky deaky tech that you showed me. Ooh. ooh okay. 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 So I, I, I'm all I just, in. I want to preface this with, I want one. Like I want 30. Okay. I am all into. Uh, crazy technology and being in the military I understand that most of the technology that is released in the news is usually five to ten years later I think some technology is even more subdued than that like if you can't sit here and uh, it, it doesn't make a good civilian application quite yet that they ignore it right or that they they just keep or it's a weapon right so we have a weapon. Have you ever heard of the Havana effect? <laughs> so I take that as a yes. All right. For the people in the audience who do not know what I'm talking about, there were there were uh, ambassadors in Havana, and they were being driven crazy by sonic weapons. Sonic weapons aren't new. We've you know we've used them since Vietnam and probably earlier. Right. Shock and awe is that type of technology, but uh, they have grenades that you lay on the ground that form a sound trap. They operate at the uh, resonant frequency of the human body and cause people to shit themselves uh, or or worse. Right. We have the LRADs, which is the uh, the the sound weapons on top of vehicles that they use in riots from time to time. They have them on sh- the sides of ships that act as deterrence because it concentrates the things. But this one, this one is fucking cool. Instead of beaming a flash of light or shouting over a loudspeaker to keep people away from sensitive areas, there's a new technology that's being developed that allows troops to fire a laser that forms a plasma ball and it talks to intruders. So it's laser-induced plasma effect program as part of the Joint Non-Lethal Weapons Dictorate 
program to find ways to deter, stun, and stop adversaries short of killing them. So imagine that you are sitting sitting on a hill getting drunk off your ass and a beam of light shoots across the sky. Is it a UFO? Oh, no. It's a plasma beam. And imagine the beam stops. And it fucking talks to you. (laughs) It can pass through glass, penetrate solid barriers. The technology could be used to protect static areas, but with the right power sources could be a device that's mounted to a small vehicle and make for mobile crowd control. Could you imagine having one of these and sit here and you just see some drunk guys at a bonfire and be like watch this fire up a fucking laser it forms a plasma ball like a little ufo angel ghost thing and since it comes up and it creates human speech by tweaking the frequency wavelengths right so right now you can get it over a hundred meters right up to a couple kilometers so <laughs> <laughs> I want one. So so bad. They use high and low frequencies to mimic human speech, right? It's you can put it anywhere. Range doesn't seem to make any difference to how loud it is or how well it works to talk. You put it at a target, modulate it, it creates the voice. At the same time, the setup can also be used as a reusable flashbang that can pulse at 155 decibel frequencies near continuously as compared to standard flashbang grenades, which can make one, sometimes two loud blasts. So basically, you can cause people to believe that UFOs exist and fucking give them epileptic seizures. (laughs) It can continue to use the flashbangs for up to several minutes. I have a question. Yeah. Does it come in gold? <laughs> I don't know. I want one. I want one in gold so I can. <laughs> well, okay. It it works like a jet. Uh, when it creates a sonic boom, it does that. But it says. It, it works like that to create the the wave, but check it out. It uses a five to ten kilohertz laser. So it, it you know within the uh, I'm looking. Um, it creates a white ball, but sometimes you can change it depending on the frequency. You can still use it as a skin heating option, right? Where it can touch somebody and it it causes them to get all warm, or you could burn the fuck out of them. <laughs> I would have too much too I would get in way too much fucking trouble. So because it creates plasma, right? So it's then used to poke through clothing. It can drill smaller than microscopic holes in a person's skin. It doesn't cause damage, but it does set off nerve responses, so it makes them uncomfortable. Ow! So not only can you talk to them, but you can make them fucking think that they're being lit on fire. Hell yes. <laughs> I want one. I need the I need the civilian version immediately. I don't even care about that. Let's go get a military one. <laughs> I don't care. I want the ability to project my voice two kilometers away in a glowing ball of fire. <laughs> <laughs> the right Reverend Jones I command thee <laughs> Could you imagine Do you know how much fucking fun I would have of that up your Dude we would We would be in jail that day I'm just saying <laughs> There is no chance That we do not get fucked By abusing That technology like the first day Question Question yeah, but it was worth it, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not very often where I'd be like, totally worth going to jail for, but I'd be like, fuck yeah. All right, so that's the happy news. Now we get to fuck with everybody's emotions. All right, we're going to start with they're going to vote in the House on the omnibus bill to extend the uh, government funding for another. However long. You know, I really wish my debt ceiling worked like that. Right? 
So, uh, but here's the problem. As of right now, they are still adding shit to it. For example. Okay, look, let's be honest. That is, that's got more pork filled in it than a United States National Law Enforcement Convention. Yeah. Uh, so, let's see. So, as they were prepping the 2022 omnibus spending package for a late night release, the House Rules Committee braced for late meetings to prepare for a floor vote tomorrow. So, uh, or today, by the time we finish recording this and put it out. So they want to uh, put the Violence Against Women Act back in uh, uh, the authorities. Uh, they want to, oh, hold on. Uh, they want to address issues with cybersecurity. Uh, as of 9 p.m. on Tuesday, they had not released the uh, exactly what's all in it. But they're going to vote on it tomorrow. So if that if that makes you feel better. Well, we have to pass it so we can you know read what uh, what all's in it. That needs to be illegal. I don't care. I think technically it is, but I, I can't remember who it was that said that. Uh, Nancy Pelosi. Was it? Was it old Pelosi? Yeah, okay, so here's some of the shit that's in it that's already been finalized in the massive spending package. $1.5 trillion across defense and non-defense government accounts. They want to add $14 billion in emergency funding for the Ukraine crisis. And to fund a fucking wall for $20 billion. $6 billion. It would take $6 fucking billion to build the goddamn wall. Six, and they want to spend fourteen on Ukraine. Wait, hold on. hold on. Remember how the remember how the Senate passed the thing declaring the COVID emergency being out. Yeah, you want to know how I know that's so much bullshit? Okay, fifteen billion is being added to the omnibus for COVID nineteen aid. Jesus now, here's what's going to drive you crazy: the original spending. Stupid ads. The original funding for Ukraine was ten billion, and I said it would be higher than that. However, the Republicans said they want to push that shit up to fourteen billion. Damn, I just not fucking surprised. That's Mitch McConnell right there. Mitch McBitch! Schumer also announced in floor remarks earlier in the day that the omnibus would include over $15 billion in the ongoing COVID-19 response, noting that it would be one of the most important elements of the omnibus. As two-thirds of the COVID aid is expected to go to the Department of Health and Human Services and the rest to the U.S. Agency for International Development. Republicans have proposed using unspent pandemic aid from other government accounts to replenish those funds. I think it'll be offset fully, said Roy Blunt, Republican from Missouri, declining to specify which offset, uh, uh, offsets. The Senate Appropriations Chairman, Patrick J. Leahy, Democrat from Vermont, said a lot of the Ukraine and COVID-19 aid would come from emergency funding. Uh, it's always an emergency, isn't it? While negotiators have decided to underfund the administration's $22.5 billion request for immediate pandemic needs, lawmakers said, yeah, so they went from $22.5 billion to $15 billion while still giving us the show of the pandemic is over. Okay, Further on, COVID... On, yes. Let me, let me break this down simply for the people in the audience. I want you to understand... Basically, what they did is they raw-dogged us in the ass and had a common courtesy to give us a reach-around and act like it was great. Right. In addition to that, and funding the government, right, they want to also add in, just shove in the side there, a lapsed 1994 law that authorized uh, funding for victims of domestic violence and sexual assault. Right. They had a they had come to a bipartisan group of senators. I bet it's the hateful eight again. Announced last month, resolved the long-standing partisan dispute by preserving the boyfriend loophole. So the boyfriend loophole, according to them, is that it allows unmarried partners to keep their guns, 
even if they're found guilty of violence against the people that they date, because they're not married to them, they can still keep their, because of the way that the laws are written. I don't know if that's true. I didn't get a chance to get in there because frankly, I don't give a fuck. Shoot him. Sorry. Schumer didn't elaborate on the cyber-related additions being negotiated. Last week, the Senate passed a bipartisan bill by unanimous consent that, among other things, would require operators of critical infrastructures as well as federal civilian agencies to report cyber attacks on their networks to the Cybersecurity Infrastructure Security Agency. Do you mean that's not... Never mind. I don't. Other add-ons have already been agreed to, such as a package of healthcare provisions, including Medicare program extensions and language that it would eliminate a loophole allowing manufacturers of synthetic nicotine products to escape federal legislation. So those those fake nicotine products, yeah, yeah, we need to be able to tax those. It's not fair. <laughs> However, restaurants that get relief from taxes because they fucking got screwed with. Yeah, they're going to leave that part out. And the Democrats blame the Republicans and the Republicans blame the Democrats and nobody gives a fuck. I don't. I don't either. Right. Full expensing of corporate research and development costs, which lapsed at the start of the year. Some Democrats did not want to move business tax credits before restoring individual tax provisions, like the generous child tax credit paid for in monthly installments. The larger monthly ch- child tax credit disappearing at the beginning of 2022. Larger, it was $250 per eligible child, essentially. Right, that didn't make it in. Uh, Americans for Tax Fairness Coalition of Liberal Groups said this series of tweets Tuesday that restoring the R&D expensing the ominous would be a slap in the face to families who lost the child tax credit. You didn't lose it. It just means they're not going to pay it every month to you. You've got to file it during tax time like normal people. An what? effort to get... <laughs> what? Nothing. Nothing. there's so many different tax provisions that people wanted that unless they got theirs they didn't want others to get in it's difficult to get a tax section agreed to so they just decided to ignore all of the fucking tax burden relief whatever nobody cares no nobody gives a fuck no they're gonna vote it's gonna pass which is stupid because right now the republicans have a chance to stop it in the senate if they all get together, they can block it in the Senate. They don't have enough votes to stop it in the House, but they can stop it in the Senate. Right now, there's a slight majority for Republicans because of, uh, I think, one of the Democrat senators is out or quit or something. But they, they were explaining it earlier today, and I'm like, oh, hey. Maybe, and then I'm like, nah, they have, they'll fucking roll over because they don't give a shit. That That's what they do, because they're no yep. longer the Republican Party. There's no longer a two-party split. It is just the uniparty, yes. See, I think we should pass. Look, here's a Republican. Ready? Richard C. Shelby, Republican Alabama, hopes Congress can get clear of the omnibus by Friday. But if not, we should pass a quick continuing resolution that would tide it over. We're not going to shut this government down. No, we need to fucking shut this government down. Immediately. (laughs) Yesterday. Yeah, shut it down. Trust me. They're already fucking you you in every possible way they can. You've watched Hell's Kitchen, right? Yeah. They were doing... It was an episode, and the kid kid became famous for it because a little, little kid, probably, what, seven or eight, stands up as as the kitchen's having an absolute meltdown as they're serving the guests stands up and he just screams at the top of his lungs shut it down shut it down (laughs) and that's all i can see every time i hear them go we can't shut this government down no no shut it down yeah all right so since we talked about how the government (laughs) is gonna fuck us on the omnibus bill spending money they don't have to do shit we didn't fucking ask for Let's sit here and talk about the gas prices, shall we? Do you realize? Don't. 
don't remind me. Do you realize? Do you realize that the that the prices that people are paying in California right now are now officially higher than the movie Legend? That I am Legend. Yeah, I saw yeah. that earlier. I was like, oh, I <laughs> laughed my ass off when I saw that. All right, so let's give you some news today on Twitter or yesterday. Sorry. Pasaki tried to blame the high gas prices on Putin. On Twitter, she said, the current surge is because of Russia, but gas prices were already rising before due to Biden's abysmal economy. Just kidding. That's what I wish she would have said. But she blamed it on Putin. So, when Biden, let's break it down by the numbers. As we used to say in the military, let's break it down Bernie style. When Biden took office 14 months ago, the national average for gas was $2.39. On February 7th, prior to Putin invading Ukraine, the national average was $3.44. The same time in 2019, it was $2.26. And today, the national average for gas is $4.17. As gas prices have absolutely exploded, and people are not happy about it, right? The national average is at a record high of $4.17 a gallon. However, in L.A. County, the price is almost $7 a gallon. That was where they took that picture from the I Am Legend one, that that meme, right? Now imagine, who could have said that if that if Biden got into office, gas is going to be seven, eight, or nine dollars a gallon? That would we be. We did, but uh, I have a question for you. There, I know it, it. It was it was Trump. I'm. I know we did too, but Trump. <laughs> Let, let me say this. Now, I know that I am, what, two decades younger than you? Right. But I remember when I first started filling up gas, because I am 31. I remember when I first got my driver's license, I was filling up gas. I was paying 99 cents a gallon. Mine was a little cheaper. Like, I was paying. Cents. Wait, wait, hold on. I'm a smoker. Do you know how bad it hurt me to sit here and realize that I when I started smoking at the age of eighteen, right? That it cost me wait wait it cost me seventy eight cents for a pack of cigarettes. Oh shit! I was gonna say mine was mine was two seventy five. Seventy eight cents for these for camel menthols. I was paying two seventy five, and they were the expensive ones. And I'm sitting here going, when did camels start? You know, okay, I, I I actually I'm in Kentucky, right? Right, just just east of the fucking tobacco capital of the goddamn country, and we grow enough of it here. And I am paying eight dollars for a pack of smokes, but then I looked at Newports because Newports have always been the most expensive ones, right? Thirteen dollars. I'm sitting here going, when did we start paying fucking New York prices for cigarettes? I went to Walmart to buy one pack, and I I smoked the peppermint cigarettes, the Marlboro Smooth. Right. Ooh, those are my lines. Those are my cigarettes, right? They cost me eight dollars uh two weeks ago. And I, I was like, ouch. I went to go get a pack of cigarettes today. It was nine dollars a pack. And I'm like <sighs> Guess we're gonna have to start packing our own cigarettes, huh? I bought some. I just don't know where they are. So I'm I'm gonna buy some. I'm gonna but as gas going. prices go up and people start to get mad, people are looking for who to blame. The White House would have you think that it's Ukraine. However, on messaging, right? I do not believe that the Democrats think that the American public is totally stupid. So they have already decided that it's the big bad oil companies that are raking in all of that extra dope. All of that money. Oh, and here I thought it was the pipelines and, and shutting off our own oil production. Well, even Biden said, even Biden said, we know that the prices are going to get up. But I will not tolerate. I, 
I did not copy his speech because I do not care. He pissed me off all the way through. But he said, do not raise, he doesn't want the gas prices or the gas companies to sit here and gouge prices. And the Democrats are all trying to say that that's what's happening. Now, let me, let me, let me put it this way. When he was talking about sanctioning and shutting down, we have declared a war on Russia's oil. He said it's to punish the Russian people and the Russian government to make to deprive them of you know of money and to uh, drive up prices and make them uncomfortable. And I sit here and I was like, and why the fuck is nobody fucking paying attention to the fact that did the same goddamn thing here? Right. So I am spicy tonight. Yeah, I know, but you you did actually say that two days ago. So, <laughs> so the uh, there was a uh, U.S. House member, John Garamendi. He's from California, right? So somebody went and looked up exactly what the figures are from California, right? Because they have actually done studies. Do you remember when Canada? Uh, when the gas prices got too high back in 2007, 2008, that people, you know how they have the sticker that points the the Biden that says, I did this? Yeah. You remember those? Yeah. So Canada actually did something like that in 2017. They started throwing bar graphs or pie charts that showed what percentage of the profit came, or uh, of, for each gallon of gas, they broke it down. How much was the actual crude? How much were the taxes? That kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So somebody did that for California. The Irvine-based Stillwater Associates, for every gallon of gas, consumers are paying $1.18 in taxes and fees. You want to know how it's broken down? Every gallon of gas sold in California, 18 cents of every gallon goes to the federal government, federal taxes. 51 cents for state taxes, 10 cents for sales tax, 22 cents for low carbon program, 15 cents for greenhouse gas program, and 2 cents for underground tank storage. So for every gallon of gas sold, the state of California takes a dollar. The federal government takes 18 cents. So your because of taxes, your gallon of gas is a dollar 18 more. But what about the oil companies, right? Because they sit here in $1.18, right? So the the oil companies, they make $1.12 per gallon. Refineries make $0.05. Cents. Tankers and pipelines make $0.01. Cent. And gas station owners make $0.04 to $0.07 cents per gallon. So, oh, I found the picture. Hold on. Let me see if I can... When I used to manage a gas station, I, I heard this earlier. Somebody was making a comment. It's like, I don't understand why it changes every day. They only get a fill up once a week. It's like, you do realize that most of these, especially chain gas stations, uh, it's not so much of the mom and pops, but a lot of the bigger chain gas stations, their prices are based off of what crude oil costs that day. Yeah, because they realize that they have to buy it, whatever the price is, when they get it. So they adjust so that if they buy it at $2.12 per gallon, right, and they're supposed to sell it at $2.50, I know uh, the numbers aren't realistic, right, because they have to make their profit and everybody else has to make their profit. They realize that with the shit that's happening right now, right, if they still have gas in that tank and the price of gas is going up, they have to be able to buy more gas. Well, it's like, especially when guys, when, when prices started to skyrocket uh, a couple years ago, before, before Trump was in office, we were talking about it. We lost money on gas. We made money on the convenience side. Right. I don't think people realize that. Oh, that's true. Where did it go? I, I think I think it said that we could literally we could have gas back at a dollar again if we just opened everything up. And it's not quite that easy, but I get it. I think about how low the gas prices were. We were paying a dollar ninety nine. 
during Trump. It was it was down to a dollar. I think I paid a dollar seventy eight during Trump. So we were going back down. Here we are at almost four dollars now, and I'm sitting here going, "Shit, it didn't take fucking long, did it?" No. Hold on, I'm I'm trying to get this picture to download, but it's not working. So let me try it this way. It is what they did. Um, share what they did in Canada. They they showed the percentage. California is a terrible way to do that because you just see the one half of the chunk is. Can you see it? Oh shit. So the crude cost is 48%, but 32% of the taxes, or 32% of, of uh, a, a gallon of gas is taxes. Mm-mm. Only 3% is profit. Right? So exactly how low would you like us to sit here and lower our costs? Right? You know? But wait, there's more. So... Leftists who advocate for Keystone XL pipeline to be shut down for indigenous people claimed it wouldn't cause problems. But here's here's the thing. Any increase in energy production lowers global gas prices. So, yes, maybe you sit here and save some indigenous territory, even though they were compensated and paid for it and everybody agreed to it when it wasn't fucking part of the woke culture. Right. But think about the people in Mexico or think of the people in Africa. When the United States is stronger in energy production, it is better for the environment because we do it cleaner. And when we bring down the price of of oil and energy in the world, it makes it more, it makes it uh, cheaper for everyone around the world because we dictate the prices instead of supply and demand. Fracking caused global oil prices to decline so much that Saudi exports began to suffer. And we sit here and went, okay, we're going to find this happy medium. Instead of driving it down to 12 cents a barrel, right? We'll sit here, we'll leave it between 40 and $60, right? Which is just under the threshold Russia needs to sit here and, you know, be douchebags, right? But at the same time, it's high enough that Saudi can do it. Because that's all Saudi has. All That's all the Middle East has is oil. So while the oil companies are making money on and providing a project. They, the, they have oil and, and dates with goats. I mean, dates and goats. Or I don't know how that works. <laughs> You're an asshole. So, <laughs> so while the oil companies take a dollar twelve. Right. They provide the product, they move it, they ship it, they they sit here and they refine it. They make a dollar twelve, right? Uh, of profit, right? But what does ask yourself what the state does to justify taking a dollar eighteen? Hey, I have a question. Let, let me actually break this down a little further. You're paying a dollar eighteen in the gas, you know, in the gas tax. But think about it, we pay we pay taxes for the road, we pay taxes for the wheel tax, we pay taxes for the tags. How the fuck much more money do they want to take for us to be able to drive on a goddamn road that they don't even take care of to begin with? Well, you that is a much bigger debate than I want to have on this. Right? Because we haven't even gotten to the rage inducing we haven't even gotten to the rage inducing topic yet. I just want to cover gas taxes so high because the name of the 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 name of the episode is Ukraine. COVID and gas prices, oh my, you know, lions and tigers and bears, oh my. <laughs> okay, okay. Rage inducing? No, hold on. I'm not there yet. I'm still doing that oil thing. Okay, I'll sit over here and sip my sweet tea like a good old southern gentleman. Alright, so <laughs> so we're we're bending over for the Iranians. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Here, hold on. So we are going to buy we are going to ban Russian oil. Because they did some bad things to Ukraine. They invaded Ukraine, right? I'm not even going to do talk about the destroying the dominance of the dollar by the stupid policy and the foreign policy. None of that. Let, let me ask the people in the audience a question who are like, yep, we should boycott 
the oil, or we should say here we should boycott Russia. I want to ask you a question: What is the price of your freedom? What is the price of your? What is the price that you are willing to sit here and go and say you did bad things? We should boycott you because I guarantee you watch the fucking Olympics. I guarantee you own a fucking iPhone. I I can say that because seventy percent of the population in the United States owns own iPhones, though though Samsung phones aren't much better or Google phones aren't that much better, right? And but the Patriot phones are fucking joke, and it makes me sad. The Patriot phone is just the regular phones. They just call it something else. Um, I I want to point this out, and far be it for me to pick on you for. A- pattern of vernacular but that set of questions you keep asking keeps popping up for different subjects which one (laughs) how much is such and such worth to you well okay look i I love it we we are sitting here we are sitting here and we are talking about possibly starting a war right i mean we're already doing a proxy war but I have said it before and I will say it again. Proxy wars turn into theater wars. Theater wars turn into continent wars. Continent wars turn into fucking world wars. And if the United States, if the people, if NATO implies a a uh, a uh, no-fly zone over Ukraine, that is the start of World War Three. Well, think about it. The, the words of the President of the United States themselves. I mean, Basically, he he uh, very cuckly declared war on Russia. He's like, we're declaring war war on Russian oil. Yeah, <laughs> like fuck, that's all they've got and got, dude. Really, you might as well just just said it. Just just be honest and say what you're going to do. No, it, it's worse than that. What they're going to do is they're they already started to kick them out of the SWIFT program. They started all of these companies are pulling out, right? When the government tells businesses what to do, that's fucking fascism. Right? By definition, the government telling a private entity what they can and cannot buy and sell. But more importantly, I mean, right now they're not forcing them to do it, but the companies are pulling out because they see the writing on the fucking wall. But more importantly, they're pushing Russia into the arms of China. China has, hold on, I, I brought up an article. I didn't think we were going to get there, but I have it. All right, so Russia will now be issued cards with Union Pay, the Chinese state-owned payment system instead of Russia, or instead of SWIFT, because Visa and MasterCard last week suspended operations in Russia. The money will now go to a company controlled by the CCP. Right. It means that strictly private sector decisions, but it mirrors the U.S. sanctioning of SWIFT and other banks. It'll push Russia to Chinese alternatives, including their own version of SWIFT called SIPS, Cross-Border Interbank Payment System. It's designed to increase the international use of the yuan. Of the yuan? 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 One okay. If more countries follow it, weakens the dollar's power in international trade. But it's not just Russia and China. India fears that the U.S. is going to use similar economic measures against them. They're actually considered doing this right now. In 2018, India bought a missile defense system from Russia to guard against Pakistan and China. But China is now praying the U.S. sanctions India so they can swoop in. Yesterday, as a matter of fact, Foreign Minister Wang Yi said China and India should no longer be adversaries but partners. They're going to court India. You don't understand. I mean, like, why not? I mean, we we've already Americans have already shown that they're willing to fuck their allies. At least China is going to be polite about how they do it. But do you understand what that means? India is the number one contender. Uh, uh, or it's the number one defender of U.S. interest in Asia. That they have been fighting on their borders for decades. They have for hundreds of years hated each other. And at this point, China goes, you know what? Maybe you should come to our side. Now I want you to realize what that's going to do. That is going to sit here and take 
from the American petrodollar, right? Our 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 greenbacks, right? And it's going to take three billion people to stop using it. That is going to fuck us permanently and forever. You think shit sucks right now? Let that fucking happen. Actually, I'll take it to its next natural progression after that. Uh, I hope you all learned how to speak Chinese because something wrong. And then, dude, you're such an asshole. If these three countries move away from the dollar as their main reserve uh, currency, it will increase interest rates in the United States so high that it will be unable to fund itself. We already can't fund ourselves. Yes, we can make the interest payments, and that's about it. Yeah, but I'll, I'll be honest with you. What makes me laugh is that they want to go to the digital currency, and I'm like, <laughs> fuck you. Then they can just say, look, you don't understand. 75% of the debt that the United States own is to its own citizens. Yeah. So if they have a digital currency, somebody flips the fucking switch. Guess what? All that money that they owe to their own citizens goes away real fucking quick. Just saying. How they're already there. We know. Look, they sit here and they predicted the COVID vac, the the COVID thing in 2017. They told us, and then it happened. Right? They have been screaming from the rooftop: cyber attack, cyber attack, cyber attack. They're gonna wait to get on the global dollar, and then poof! Oh, look, it's an it's a solar flare. Poof! All of these, you know, there was a computer glitch. The Russians did it. The Chinese did it. I mean, how many times have we fucking heard that? So our government's a lot like a lot of people we know. So let's go. They want to act a certain way and then cry when they get hit with the accountability for their actions. Fair. But I don't give a fuck. They can actually just be like, man, fuck it. We don't have any consequences. I am the accountability. (laughs) <laughs> so so let's talk about COVID-19. Oh, I no. shared with you oh. a particular video. You knew. You knew. So for those of you who don't know where that's from, right? There is drama, you. and I don't give a fuck about the drama. However, this particular video on our Telegram channel, by the way, there's an invite in our link tree now. Right? Okay. So that you can join the where we put uh, long videos that we don't want to play on here because I'm sure it'd grab us copyright strikes. But more importantly, so they sit here and you can get your prepper knowledge and different ideas and links to other uh, Telegram channels. And Go- random, unfiltered, raw, unedited, uncut bullshit from Trump. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> and, and videos that get us banned on TikTok. That's where we're going to post them because fuck it, why not? So, they knew that ivermectin was effective against covid weeks before the vaccines were approved and the organizations that were in charge being warned by their doctors you're going to kill people they sit here and they admitted that they knew it and they didn't care. They knew that the vaccines were going to hurt people. They knew that ivermectin was an effective treatment against COVID-19 and they decided to cover that fact up. One thing before we get into the video, do you remember I've got that little... I'm not playing the video. Yeah, but I mean, we're probably going to talk about different things we saw in the video. Right. Okay. Before we get into that, you know I have that little cunt that that political ranger, yeah, twat waffle. He says nobody's died for the vaccine, and I realized something today as I was watching that video. My rebuttal to him again, um, I realized that the numbers that I gave for the deaths of the vaccine were from December of 2020. Yep, to the end of January 2021. Think about that for a second. The article I show is from December 2020, beginning of December to the end of January. 
and there were 10,500 recorded deaths. That's not including 500 mothers who died as a direct result of the side effects. No, of you read you read that part wrong. No, it says excluding. It says on the article, it says excluding. It was I the said, children who died, not the mothers. No, the children had birth defects. I'll, I'll read it again. Okay. I've got it here. Anyway, I was sitting there. Regardless, it's five hundred. So, so ten thousand five hundred people die. Yep. And we're sitting here going, oh, "It's not that big a deal. Nobody's died from the side effects." You you realize that in that nine page list of side effects, death is fucking one of them, right? Yes, I did. It literally says it: death. <laughs> I gotta find the article again while you're. So, uh, Alex Hill, Andre Hill, Andrew Hill. What's his name? Alex Hill. I don't remember, but Doctor. I'm not about to try to uh, Doctor Hill. I'm not about to try to say the other doctor's name because I'm just gonna screw that one up. Right. <clears throat> so, uh, like, he purposely he gave all this good news, all this great information about ivermectin, how it was a wonder drug, and then fucked it in the last paragraph. <laughs> Not only fucked it, but when the doctors approached him and said that this will destroy everything we're trying to do, why are you doing this? You know it's not true. He says, we need to do more studies. All of the studies you already did weren't enough. And then come to find out that he was getting kickbacks from the people who made the vaccine. It's amazing how that happens, isn't it? Vares also listed 10,500 deaths as a result of the COVID-19 vaccinations, excluding the nearly 500 pregnant mothers whose newly born children came out with birth defects because they got vaccinated. They're, they're not counting the deaths as the mother. They're excluding the deaths of the children. Because it was listed as side effect. I'm telling you, I read English just as well as you do, and your bright-ass fucking white screen doesn't cover very well. There it goes. I'm telling you, the mothers did not die. That's not how that... that that's not how you English. Really? Really? That's not how you English. Really, Southerner. <laughs> That's not how you English. I speak the closest to the Queen's English you can fucking get. Anyway, it says excluding. <laughs> you know what? You and I are going to have this discussion later. I'm, here I, I'm going to fuck with you. I'm just telling you, that is not how I read that sentence. I don't care. That's not how you fucking English. You don't even know what English is. I've heard you pronounce grits. And I've heard you pronounce I, I've heard you pronounce other words that, that don't have anything to do with English, and yet you assume that they are. I'm just saying we can we can attack your accent. I don't think you're gonna like where it goes, but Oh, holla child, you can try the best you can. <laughs> I'm still gonna come out on top on this one. I'm sorry. I refuse to be insulted in saying that I don't know proper English from somebody who sounds like a southern bell. Well, I did get my accent from Scarlett O'Hare, so, I mean, I don't know what you're trying to get at. <laughs> I have admitted that from day one. Look, 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 look. For, for our blind audience, you don't get to see that sometimes he comes out with a little a little fancy dress and long hair. And I don't that, have no hair no more. Sipping that sweet tea. And, <laughs> and usually he raises his pinky when he drinks. You just don't see what I see, I'm telling you. I'm just kidding. No, no. When I raise that pinky and I look at that tea and I go, now, nah, honey, child, here begins a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> we say that, we're joking, and then I remember I have a leopard print jacket, so... Um, I wasn't even going to bring that one up. I was just giving you shit. You're the one who oh, sits here... What? It, 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 when, we do, when we get to the roast of me eventually, I'm thinking about actually just wearing that when everybody's roasting me, just start to be like, they're like, what the fuck is that? My armor. Because if I could do this to me, you cannot hurt my feelings. I have a certain video. Okay. 
Which one? I'm too sexy. <laughs> Where you are wearing someone else's body. Look. <laughs> that doesn't hurt my feelings as much as just gives me absolute. For once in my life, I have body dysmorphia. Every time I see that fucking video, I'm like, yeah, make it stop. Make it stop. <sighs> but no, I mean, back back on top of it for a second here, though. He knew, and he even, all the way up until, like, a, what was it, two weeks before he published his paper. And then he publishes the paper. The whole team of, of doctors that are consultants for the WHO are going, wait, you can't fucking do that. You got to retract it. That's not at all what it means. And they still published it. Yeah. It is nothing but mass murder. I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna sugarcoat it any other way. Yo, I'm glad we sit here got to make fun of your accent and talk about proper English and shit, but really you have to realize that this was I'm, the largest case of mass murder I'm perpetrated on the entire planet. I'm going to be honest with you. I had to, because if you could have heard me watch, if you could have seen me watching that video, my mother came up to ask me what the fuck was wrong. And she's over 500 feet away. I was screaming at the fucking phone. Did like, you, you share it with her? Oh yeah. I shared it. She goes, what? I was like, yeah. She goes, they knew. I was like, yeah. She goes, then why? I was like, because greed. That's why. Because humans are shitty things. We're a fucking cancer on the goddamn planet. And the only thing humans really have to fucking worry about are other goddamn humans. And sharks. Now, even the sharks will usually take a bite and go, oh, fuck that, and leave. Fair. Unless you're a bull shark. They don't care. Or tiger shark. They just hate everything. Tiger sharks. (laughs) Trash cans of the ocean. But no, seriously. I mean, it's just absolutely fucking horrible to realize. And, And when people say... I wasn't an anti-vaxxer. <clears throat> Me either. But I'm starting to now I am. now. Now I am. I don't trust a single fucking thing that they tell me. When you sit here and realize, when you sit here and realize how, like, this really opened my eyes. Like, I've always been a naturopath. Like, if I can find natural herbs to do it, I'm a big believer in physician heal thyself. Right? Hmm. I'm a big believer in that. But when I started to go back... After this really pushed the issue, what isn't in the vaccines and what was the, the, what's the, the female HPV, the HPV vaccine. Human papillomavirus. Yeah. That they wanted to start giving to boys. And I started to do research. And then I went back even further and realized that the medications that they give you are slowly killing you. That it goes back to when they decided that they could, when they changed the rules about medicine back in the 1920s. You know what? When they shifted away from natural to synthetic. What pisses me off about it is, you know, they're. Like, I, the old school smallpox, polio, things like that, the old school vaccines, I'm still. Because they worked. They did what they were supposed to do, right? There were side effects. I'm not going to deny that. But they did what they were fucking supposed to do. But I've watched, like, after a certain point, and I'm looking more towards, like, the 80s and the 90s, you start watching they don't do what they're supposed to do, but they're still touted that way. And then you look at the side effects and realize that the side effects of a lot of these actually start outweighing the effect of the actual fucking disease. Do you realize that smallpox was totally eradicated? So they stopped giving the smallpox vaccine. And now it's back. How no it's back because governments held on to the shit. It's not back because it re-showed up in nature. The government decided that they wanted to hold on to that shit. And now it's back. I wonder how many other diseases that the smallpox is the only disease that we totally eradicated from the population. There are others that we could, like measles. Didn't we didn't we eradicate uh, yellow fever? No. Or did we just have a we have a good enough treatment for it now where it same thing with malaria. There's a there's there's a disease called river blindness that happens with malaria, right? That you can for a dollar a pill you can give it to somebody and it makes them immune to it. Right. For a dollar. 
We could we could eradicate that disease anytime we choose. However, we choose not to. Not to not to speak as a, a altruistic idealist here. I get food, I get materials, I get selling things, I get capitalism and why it's important. But when we capitalized medicine, it became a problem. I can I, I what's stupid about that is that is like the one form of socialistic and I'm not talking like Canada's socialistic medicine, but I'm talking about places like Sweden and a couple other places that have done it right or better, I guess would be a, a better way to say it. Yeah, they're taxed more, but they don't. It's not $500 for a goddamn aspirin. When I was in the hospital, that's what they charged me for it because they didn't realize that I do billing. So I was like, I want the itemized bill. And I ran down through the list and went, what the fuck? The United States always pays more for healthcare because they use the increased prices because they figure that we can eat that cost with our medical insurance system. And we are the country that does 80% of the R&D. And because of that, they need to recoup their costs. That is why a vial of insulin in the United States sells for $750. But if you go down to Mexico, it sells for 5 well, it's like that is why ivermectin is unreachable here, but you could buy it in a fucking airport in Mexico. I get to a degree, right? I get to a degree the capitalism, the reason behind it. What I don't understand is when you realize that things like insulin that was patented to be free. And when the patent ran out, Now we're looking at like, the amount, the sheer amount that insulin goes for. I know what you see when you when you buy it from the insurance when when you have insurance, but we're talking. So it it blows my mind when I see the simplest things, things that are needed for quality of life, and they're the most expensive simply because you cannot live without them. I I agree. Epipens are a big one. Yeah, that. Mm. We can give Narcan to fucking crack addicts on the side of the road and every police officer, EMT, and fucking podunks got one. But we can't give them an EpiPen. Oh, $500 for an EpiPen. If I had one bitch about capitalism, it's when it comes to medicine. That is the only bitch I've got about it's it. It's not... Okay. It is not capitalism's fault. It is when the government got involved in it and they decided that because you can't afford it, right, we're going to do insurance. Well, it wasn't even that. It's when they, when they, and it didn't spike. Like I was working in a little bit in insurance back and forth. My whole family's been medical, right? So right. I've been, I've been in the, you know, listening to them bitch about it for years. But we were, uh, when, when Obamacare happened and I started watching just in the four years that I have worked and insurance as a billing. I have watched the prices skyrocket simply because it was mandated that you had to have it. Well, that's that. Yeah. That's what healthcare did. That's, that's what fucking Obamacare. Did. Yeah. Now, Obamacare. Uh, any, and I laugh at the people that go, well, he kept his promise. Like the fuck he did. I work in it. I see how much that it has gone up. And there are places, there's there are things that have quadrupled to almost six times as much. No, the problem with medicine is when they decided that they could do artificially what nature did for almost free. I'll give you a good example. And this will probably Huh? Chicken pox parties. No, even better. Do you know that there's a natural cure for cancer? But if I tell you what it is, we'll lose our podcast. Tell me later. I will. There's I a wanna, natural cure for cancer. I want to know. And, and you can we find me that you could get rid of a lot of the uh, toxicity from the vaccine by what was the tea? That pine you needle tea. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I heard a natural, for- it's a natural purifying for the body. It works on a bunch of stuff. Heavy metals, all of that stuff. But. I will tell you more when I uh, uh, when we're not on air because we will the the amount of stuff that I have seen uh, when it comes to uh, natural naturopathy uh, stuff that 
if you say it on the air, they will yank you. And it doesn't matter if the platform is free speech or not. It is so ingrained in people that they'll pull it off. Let me give you one that I learned from an old geezer. Right? All right. And when I say old geezer, this dude was 100 if he was a year. All right. And this old man, like, we called him the father of the mountain. Right. right? I I actually know a guy like that. (laughs) (laughs) Old man up on a mountain, right? Hey, I I was complaining one day because we were up there hunting, and I was deathly like I could look at poison ivy, and I would start swelling up. And he gave me a jelly. Says every every time, he says for the next couple weeks, I want you to just eat this jelly. You put a little bit of jelly on your biscuits. Carry on. Didn't tell me what was in it. Said nothing. And I'm to the point now, several years later, that I can literally roll around in poison ivy, and I will not catch it. You need to tell me what's in that jelly. So it's, it's poison ivy jelly. You would kill my wife. <laughs> no, you take you take very minuscule amounts of the poison ivy, and you get a little bit of the oil. That's what you're wanting, right? Right. Just a little bit of the oil, then you clean off the rest of the stuff, and you you know when poison ivy grows up, it's got fruit, right? You t- you you want to avoid that. You just want a little bit of the oil. That's how he how he described it to me. And you put just a little bit. And, and any kind of jelly that you want. And you take that little bit and you get a little stronger each time. And uh, I'm to the point now and I, I'm sitting here going, holy shit, it works. It's the same thing. There's a tribe. In, there's a tribe in India that gets tattoos that's made out of venom. And when they come of age, they get their first two tattoos. It's cobra venom. And by the time Great. they read. Honey badger hybrids. Great. That's what we need. But no, because my <laughs> wife, if she gets near. Anything like that, she breaks out. And we're not talking, we're not talking like severe allergic reaction. We're talking to the point where her skin busts out in blisters. Oh, that was me. My legs would swell up to twice their size. It would look like you had burned my legs. It got so bad they had to dig it out in an emergency room one time. Like, holy crap. Now me, on the other hand, I'm totally immune to that shit. I like play with it in the freaking yard. Here's what's funny is uh, a couple about a year ago, we were burning off the hillside and everybody started coughing and complaining because there was poison ivy and they were getting the smoke. Right. Never had a problem. And you're talking about a kid that I could touch one leaf and my whole body would break out. Yeah, I will try to find I'm going to try to find the recipe and I'll send it to you because I I still have it somewhere. But that's one of those one of those things that nature does. That humanity seems to have forgotten. There is a natural remedy for most anything. And most of the diseases that we're facing today, and I hate to say this, and I hate to sound like some fucking conspiracy theorist, I'm not medical. But when you read how much synthetic bullshit goes into things, goes into our food and different things, things are not meant to be consumed by humans. It's no wonder that the carcinogens are going up. You mean like 75% of all medications on Earth contain a large amount of... Uh, poisonous substances and fucking petrochemicals. The medicine's almost. We we've gotten to the point where we we have damaged our immune systems. We have babied and coddled them and made them where they didn't have to work. Like you know, there used to be a difference between country boys like us that grew up playing in the dirt, right? And you got your city boys always getting sick of something. There. Okay, so I actually know that one. The reason for that is is that there are certain bacteria in the soil so that when you get your hands dirty and you're in that soil, that bacteria, that good bacteria, sits here and actually aids your immune system and actually makes your immune system stronger, which is why I sit here and drag my son, even though he hates going outside, right? drag my son and go play in the dirt and sit here and dig in the garden. You got to get them... You, you got to build that up. So now, I get it. There are some people that have autoimmune diseases, right? And that's a problem. Okay. I can understand that. Well, no, yeah, I wasn't going to mention you, but since we're on the topic, <laughs> I have no immune system. Yeah, I know. I'm, I, I found this thing on eBay. I was thinking about sending it to you. The only problem is it was, it was five eleven instead of whatever six foot monstrosity you are. This is fucking inflatable gopher ball. <laughs> I thought about sending it to you as a joke. <laughs> but no, all right, all right, all right. That's all what right. we've done to our immune systems. We've wrapped them in a bubble because we're so scared that we're going to get our little kids sick. My, uh, we had a fucking chicken pox party. One of the neighbors got chicken pox. We all went Right? Over. Right? I've never had a problem. 
Yeah. Except my mother used to love. The, do you remember the pink antibiotic, baby antibiotics? The 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 the, the goopy, sticky, yes. makes me puke today thinking about it. Yeah. I swear to God, that was some kind of super soldier serum. <laughs> no, it's like the doctors are like, you you have no immune system. You should wear a mask all the time everywhere. No. <laughs> well, we've gotten to the point where we treat. Here's here's the difference. Let me let, tell me if I because you've lived longer than I have, but just in my own experience, and that it's my mom's like I I understand why you don't want to go to doctors anymore. I've watched them go from treating the problem to managing the symptoms. And yeah, there is a difference. Yeah, like I sit here, and when I was on all of my medications, like a good little obedient soldier or sailor, or whatever, right? I sit here and. I would take two shot glasses full of pills. And it started out that I took five because I didn't have an immune system. I took steroids and I, you know, uh, the, my pituitary was damaged and it died. So I needed to take stuff that would regulate hormones, right? Uh, stuff that wouldn't, uh, uh, stuff that wouldn't, so that I could I could heal properly and I could I could move around right and then I had to take oh and and then because they damaged my pituitary gland all of a sudden I was diabetic all of a sudden so I had to take medication for diabetes right and then I had to take medication to treat the the side effects of the other medications that I was taking and then I had to take more medicine for them and I got from going to take six pills to two shot glasses full of pills twice a day and i just went you know what no i'm done i'm not doing this no more and uh now i take i still take pills but now i take pills like vitamin c and people always go how much vitamin c do you take i take six thousand milligrams per day over the course of the day and they always ask me why. I said, did you know that there is a, that the guy who, who, there was a guy who got a, a, a Nobel Prize in science, right, for his studies in vitamin C. And he said that if you could get your body to absorb between six and 10,000 milligrams all right, so that's 10 grams of vitamin C per day. If you could get your body to do it, right, you would essentially have the immune system of a cat because cats produce their own vitamin C and those fuckers heal from damn near anything, right? But you would never get sick. You could fight off the common cold. You sit here and you bump your immune system. Now, the problem is, is that your body naturally excretes excess amounts of vitamin C. So you got to spread it throughout and you have to build up a tolerance because I'm going to tell you, I take 6,000 milligrams of vitamin C a day spread over the course of a day. Like I have a water bottle that I put all of my vitamin C and I drink it throughout the entire day. If my wife drinks any of that, She's in the bathroom because she doesn't have that tolerance of vitamin C that I do. It's kind of what I've been going through because I've been trying to do that myself. <laughs> well, we're going to have to have a top uh, a discussion topic sometime on just natural remedies that we know that we won't get banned for knowing. Yeah. All right. So with that, I'm Odin. This is Tier. And we'll see you on another episode, hopefully with better topics and friendlier topics, uh, on another episode of Winter's Call. The preceding podcast is brought to you by Heimdall, Keeper of the Bifrost.